0: Hello there. It's 7 o'clock. It's Sunday night. And the absolutely live interview is on the air. So today we are going to be talking to a friend of mine. He is a guitar player. And his band is called Tasty Vibrations. And his name is Max Aceta. And Max and I go back a ways. Um, just like Alex Calise, who her and I knew each other or have known each other for you know, 20 something years, I think it is. Um, Max and I were involved in the same scene back in the day. Um, he was in a band called remedy, I believe was his band. Um, there was another band before that. Uh, I think it was the same band and I'm going to touch base with him on that because I, you know, it's funny. I couldn't remember his band name from back in the day, but, um, The name Remedy, I was listening to his current band, and the name Remedy was in the song. And I remember he had a band, and they changed their name to Remedy, I think. So I'm going to ask him about that. I'm not sure that was the band name originally, but I I can't really remember back to that time. Um, But anyway, so Max is going to be with us in a little bit. Um, I did text with him before. He said he may be a few minutes late, so that's okay. We can fill up that time talking about some other stuff. I do have some exciting news. Um, I just, right before this broadcast, I just got confirmation for two people that um, were asked to be on the show. Remember I had sent that post out asking for people to be on the show and I was able to contact two people that were suggested and they kindly accepted the invitation. So I'm very excited about that. I'm not going to reveal the names just yet. But I'm very excited about talking to them. One of them, as soon as you see him, you'll know who he is. He's a really um, well-known, I'm going to say game show host that you probably know if you lived in the United States for the past like 30 years. Uh, Another one is a bandmate of somebody that I'm going to interview relatively soon. So that's really exciting it's exciting for me too because I had just found out about that band probably about two months ago and in fact my old drummer Rich and I are going to be going to see them in Boca Raton on April 26th I believe it is I think it was April 26th so I'll be back in the Boca area at that time Uh no no it's not him unfortunately he passed so it's not him um but anyway, yeah, I heard somebody, uh yeah, anyway, so no, but um, yeah, so I'll be back in Boca Raton going to see this band, they're called Why Why Not, and I can't wait to see them, they're amazing. So um anyway, there are a couple of other things in the works as well, so I'm excited about the momentum that I'm gaining with the show. Um. Don't forget, Nick Puya is going to be coming up in a few weeks. Nick is an up-and-coming actor in the Miami area, the Miami market. Nick has had some really good movie roles and commercial roles. He's got national commercials. He's got this uh, other movie that he just started, or I'm sorry, that he just was uh, starring in. So I'm really looking to talk with Nick. I'm really looking forward to talking with Nick. We also have J.P. Soares on the show coming up in the future, um, nationally known musician. Uh, He is in the blues community. He's amazing. Uh, Chris Pete is also going to be coming at some point. I'm trying to get Chris on the show. I had Chris on the show, but because of scheduling conflicts, he uh, has been unable to do it. Um, But that's okay. We're going to get him on at some point. Steve Laudacina, nationally known guitar player who used to play in J.P. Soar's band, but uh, he's solo now. He's got a solo project called Toro Jones. They're amazing. He will be on the show. We also have, who else is going to be on the show? Mm, There's just a myriad of people. So, from different types of walks of life. um, I really want to branch out uh, because we have musicians. Like, I would say primarily the show is musician oriented, but I do want to branch out into more actors. So, if you know any actors that might want to be on, I would be really interested to talk with them. If you have people that are in other types of artistic, um, fields. I would like to talk to them as well, like like we had Jimmy Rook on. He is a magician. We have a- actor Nick Puya coming up. But I would like to talk to some other types of fields as well, other than music. I love music. I love musicians. And it like I said, it's primarily going to be a musician show. But I would really like other types of people. I'm just trying to move this camera here. Um, they could be like a doctor or a lawyer, Indian chief. I don't care. Anybody that is um, in an interesting type of field, I would be willing to talk to them for sure. So like I said, we are going to be waiting here for Max for a moment. The reason why Max is not here at the time is because his band is coming off of a tour right now. And I believe that he is either on his way home or uh, he is home and he's just getting his stuff together. I'm not 100% sure. I'll see if I can send him a request. <clears throat> He's not on yet, but he will be momentarily. So if anyone has anything to uh, add to the show, if you want to ask me some questions, just go ahead and send me questions. You can offer suggestions. You can ask for people to be on. Like I said, last week, I sent out something, uh, a post asking for people that you guys were wanting to be on, and so far... A couple of those people, a couple of those suggestions. I went ahead and already booked them. So I'm very excited about that. So it seems to have um kind of like piqued your interest a little bit more. And I appreciate all of the feedback that I got because of that. So like I said, we're gonna be waiting for Max here just for a moment. If you see I have my tie-dye shirt on today, this is a Led Zeppelin shirt. I wore this tie-dye shirt because Max is in a band that is tie-dye friendly, if you know what I mean. And so I wore tie-dye shirt. This happens to be a Led Zeppelin shirt. I'm a big Led Zeppelin fan. And I'm a big classic rock fan. So we are just going to be waiting for him. And as soon as he comes on, we'll be talking to him. Like I said, if you have any suggestions or any questions that you may have about the show, please let me know. You can always send me a message. Uh, You can DM or you can send me a live message right here. And, um, If you have any questions for Max when he comes on, you can certainly ask a question, and I will go ahead and forward that question to him. So also, I've gotten a couple of emails or a couple of DMs regarding my background, and people asked me, listen, uh, you're the person who's doing the interviews. What about you? Like, Do you have anything that you have in your background or history that you might be able to talk about? And there are a bunch of things. Yeah, I can certainly talk about some stuff, but we'll guess we'll save that for another time. We'll save that for another spot. Um, I would like to have up-and-coming musicians come on. Uh, Also people that may feel like they're not ready to perform. It doesn't matter to me. I want to talk to people in all walks of life. I want to talk to people that have some talents that maybe uh, they're kind of hiding back on and, and they're not really ready to let the world know about them, but that's fine. I love creative types, whether you're a tattoo artist or you're an actor, you're a musician, you're a magician whether you're a chef or you know anything anything uh, you can go ahead and just let me know if you want to be on that would be great I would love to have you on if you're somebody that's not really sure about your talent uh, that's okay too you can just come on and we'll talk about it we'll try and pull it out of you (laughs) try and get you to perform on the show if you like so right now I'm just gonna go back to what I always do about Hint Water if you haven't heard of Hint Water it's the best thing ever And you should probably get it. And you probably drink it because it's very satisfying. I can't do that, Heather, because I would have to turn it backwards. And I can't do that. Yeah, I was told. Actually, you know what my father told me? He said, listen, I was watching your show, but everything was backwards. Meaning like on my shirt. And on the back here, the Led Zeppelin right here, it's actually flip-flop backwards. But I guess that's just because... That's how it is. You know, I, I don't know. And these, these are all left-handed guitars now at this point, <laughs> which they're really not. But um, I, I guess I would have to look for something that's already backwards and then put it on the wall and then it would be forwards. So if you have any suggestions on how do I do that, let me know. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we're just waiting for Max right now. And as soon as Max comes on, we're going to talk to him a little bit. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, so... If you guys, like I said before, if you have any suggestions on other people that you want to see interviewed, I would be open to taking those suggestions. I did that on a couple of people that had mentioned people that they wanted on the show, and I was lucky enough to... Reach out to those people. You know, I have to say, this Instagram has been great because it seems that the people that are, let's say, famous or or known or note they have notoriety, they actually run their own Instagram pages, which is kind of cool in this day and age. It seems like the corporate world runs everybody's pages, but here on Instagram, it says uh, it. It seems like people that are actually the actors or actresses or you know, musicians, they actually run their own pages because I've been able to reach out and these people have commented back or responded back to me saying, yeah, I'd be interested in coming on the show, no problem. So it's great. We don't have to go through all this red tape to, uh, management and you know, this person, that person making decisions for them. They can actually make their own decisions, which I think is amazing in this day and age. It seems like everyone's controlled by somebody else, right? But they're not. So it's awesome. I really like Instagram. I like the Instagram platform regarding this. I was asked to do Facebook Live, but I, I just don't feel like I want to do that. I think this show is probably better set for Instagram. And thanks. Thanks, Heather. Um, so, yeah, I think it's better better suited for Instagram rather than, let's say, a Twitter or something. I don't – you know, Twitter's kind of like – you know, you, I, I don't know. I, I, I just – you know, I have a Twitter page, I, I use it sometimes and the only reason I use it is because I'm a diehard New York Yankee fan and I am part of Yankees Twitter. So I go on there and I banter back and forth the Yankee fans and, and baseball fans and things like that. But I, I just don't feel like this kind of format would equate well to Twitter. Or Facebook for that matter, like I said. So I really like the Instagram format better. Because like I said before, like you can actually reach out to people that are in the industry, so to speak, and they're running their own pages. So it's not as corporate, I guess. This branch of Facebook, because it is a branch of Facebook or whatever they call it now, meta, I guess it's a branch of meta. So it's not as controlled, let's say, as, let's say, a Facebook or a Twitter would be. And you don't have all these you know, it's not policed, I guess, as as much. At least not now, it's not policed as much. I'm sure there's other apps we could do too, but I think for right now, I'm going to stick with uh, Instagram. And what I do is at the end of the interview, I usually post the interview here. And if you guys don't know, I have a YouTube page also for this interview. So if you don't have an opportunity to watch it here, you can watch it on YouTube um just search it's really easy just search the absolutely live interview and you'll be able to pull up the uh the um interviews sorry brain brain freeze Um uh, the interviews right there on youtube as well and then also I have um the spotify account which gives you just the audio um so all you have to do is just go on to spotify search the absolutely live interview and the audio is there on spotify so sometimes like I will listen to the audio in my car when I'm driving to work or driving back home from work or whatever. And I listen to it and, of course, I critique myself like crazy because I always want to hear if I sound professional, if I am doing okay, if I have too many ums and ahs and you knows in there, which is in this kind of field, you don't want to do that because it's very – it just doesn't sound great, you know. I used to, you know, there I go, I was saying, you know, <laughs> I used to be on the radio for about five years, and one of the things that I learned really quickly is to, to not do that. Um, one of the instructors that I had made sure that that didn't happen to the people that I went to school with and, and such. So anyway, we're going to be sitting here, uh, as far as this interview is concerned, we're going to be sitting here waiting for uh, Max to come on, and as soon as Max comes on, we will Go live right to Max and we'll go ahead and talk with Max about what he's doing. Like I said, he's coming off tour right now. So the tour was um, just over, I think, yesterday, I believe, it was the last show. So he's trying to get his life situated right now. Yes, Heather, I believe you. I, I agree with you. I think Matt Puya should come on the show. And Matt, if you're watching, I would love for you to be on the show. I would love for you to perform on the show, because Matt Puya has an amazing voice. I've heard it myself with my own ears, and yes, he's he's great. He's a great singer. Sounds a lot like Chris Stapleton, so if you're a fan of Chris Stapleton, you would love Matthew Puya. He's great, very very good voice. So Matt, if you're on, I think you were on before. I don't know if you're still there. Isn't Matt's name Puya underscore TMT? Pretty sure that's Matt's name. So he was on here. I don't know if he's still on here. These, um, these counts up here, right up there, it says one person, but you could have like 15 or 20 people, I've noticed. Because I see it on my end, it'll say like one or two people. Yet I'm getting messages from... You know, five people, ten people, whatever. Yeah. So, I'm not sure if he's still there, Heather, but perhaps he is. So, we're waiting for Max Asada to come on, and once Max comes on, I will send him that invite request, and then we will talk with Max. But in the meantime, I was just talking before about Uh, What he does, Max is the lead guitar player for Tasty Vibrations. If you haven't heard of Tasty Vibrations, you will love them. If you're a fan of jam bands, let's say like the Ullman Brothers or perhaps um, Government Mule, bands like that, the Grateful Dead, that type of kind of music where the singer will come on, he'll sing a verse or two and then they just go ahead and jam. Very, very good band. They've been in Florida for a while. I want to say the band's been together three years or so, perhaps. But uh, I'm not sure. So I'll ask Max. And maybe he might be able to tell me. (laughs) Actually, Max just came on. So... Yeah, let's go live. All right, buddy. Yeah, I see you. And And Max... Okay, Max is going to come on in just a minute. What's come up, on, dear, dude? Man? <laughs> Sorry for the wait, man. I hate to be late. Nah, dude. Don't worry about it, man. How's everything going? I literally
1: just got back into town. I just dropped off all the guys, as we speak.
0: Did you? <laughs> yeah. I
1: literally just got rid of them all. How'd the tour go? Good. Good. Busy. Long. Good, solid 10 days. We had a lot of fun. You know, Good, man. Difficult. How many shows do you play? Uh, it was seven and ten days we played. Nice. So, it was, yeah. We had, uh what, two awesome. days off. We had Monday and Wednesday off
0: the last ten. All right, So good. I just want to let you know I wore this shirt because of you, because you like tie-dyes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all well, I mean. you like tie-dye and you like Led Zeppelin, so there's my Zeppelin right there. I don't know if you can see double it. Double whammy. Solid. Double whammy, dude. Yeah, and the shirt's Led Zeppelin, so yeah, double whammy. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, how's everything going with the band, man? I, you guys are, like, Becoming really successful, I'm so proud of you, bro.
1: Thank you. We're good. We're staying busy, man. You know, just gigging as much as possible, and now we're trying to obviously do the touring thing and just play as many yeah. festivals as physically possible. Yeah. That kind of stuff.
0: Did you guys play Bonnaroo, or you're gonna play Bonnaroo, or are you trying to? Get no, we game?
1: did. We did Okeechobee Fest, which I think they were the oh, original yeah. guys. They started Bonnaroo, I think, is what it was.
0: How was that festival? Was it great?
1: Oh, it was a blast. We had a lot of fun, man. It was a good time. Yeah. A lot of cool people we met. We all got some really cool bands, you know. Well, did you have um
0: what, yeah. Like how many people were at that fest? Was it packed?
1: <clears throat> uh, I want to say the number was like 30,000 people in in total at that festival. I would say for us we had like uh, like, a, like probably like 1500 people or something like that.
0: 2000. Cool. Yeah, that's Oh yeah, yeah. was a good
1: time. It was, a, it was an awesome experience. Like I said, we got to
0: meet some really cool bands and do all that that's kind of cool. stuff. That's cool. Well, maybe you'll see them again at some other shows, you know? <clears throat> yeah, for sure. So, Max, I wanted to uh, ask you, I wanted to kind of, like, go to the start of when you started playing. Like, I know that you and I know each other from back in the day, um, when I was in the Helderados, I believe. And you were yeah. in, what was the band you were in, dude? I, I think you, didn't you change your name to Remedy? And it was, a, it was, it was another it was, name. So no, it was originally
1: what? Remedy. And then we changed to, uh, we had an issue. It was originally Remedy. We had an issue. It was, uh with the name of the band because of copyright reasons so we decided because we had like literally recorded a whole new album we had the artwork done and the name of the album was sugar was the album name that name of the album was sugar in the gas tank so yes that's so what happened was we ended up switch flip-flopping the names because we were too lazy to do anything else and we named the band (laughs) sugar and we kept it we named the album remedy is what we did so was like, right. when we when we flipped the names though it only lasted for so long i would say like probably lasted like another year and then that band ended up yeah. splitting up but i still shoot yeah. the show like i'm good friends with mike the drummer i'm still good friends with danny and all the other guys they're all yeah all really good people yeah but yeah, it's yeah funny. that's funny that's, cool. that's, that's, that's a long time ago that was that's a long time like, ago
0: man that's got to yeah. be 20 years ago yeah about it's crazy to say that is crazy to say um how long have you been now with uh tasting vibrations got to be five so years
1: as or so, a, right? as a as a full band i want to say we started a, like originally started as a two piece so like that was like the, the uh, 20 end of 2016 beginning of 2017 and then we became wow, a okay. full band we became a full band though at the end of like 20 uh, the end of 2017 beginning of 2018 we were like a four or five piece band by then so like we started off as yeah. a duo we probably gigged at the duo for like 6 7 months and then Bobby, our drummer, kind of like hopped in playing like acoustic gigs with us and played as a trio. And then, um, what's it called? What, After what, that, we actually got you, offered Was it to you play and it. your
0: brother? No, I did. In my old band? Or this band? Uh, I thought it was when you started this band. I thought it was you and your brother. Or am I wrong? No. Nah, and there's a little nah. delay here, so I apologize. There's... Oh, no, you're good. No, no. Um... Yeah,
1: there, no, I never. My brother, my brother does play drums, but it was he's never he's never played in a band with me before. But um, oh, okay, got it. yeah, yeah, no, no. So it, it, Bobby ended up joining drums, and then we got offered to play at Revolution Live to open up for Badfish. So we ended up finding a bass player like ASAP for that show. Then we played as a four piece for like yeah. I want to say six seven months, and then we got keys, and then we've been a you know full band since. So like as a full five piece, it's been like it's like twenty eighteen, I would say. So, like, that's when we started putting out our original music and doing all that kind of stuff and doing, like, our own thing so that, you know, compared to anything else.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so let me ask you this, Max. Your influences, wh- where do your influences lie? Because, I mean, I know you're a big Zep guy. But but when I listen to your music, um, and I was listening to the most recent release just uh, in the car, actually, before this interview. And cool. I don't really hear it. I don't really hear the Zep. Like like that like I don't hear no, Jimmy Page but I do it, hear it's, like Warren Haynes ish kind of sounds.
1: Well, that became more of my main influence nowadays. In the past, like six, seven years, seven or eight years, I would say, been a big influence was the Warren Haynes kind of jam band influence. Like you know Jerry Garcia, yeah. Grateful yeah. a lot of the Allman Brothers yeah. I grew up listening to. Um, but it started off, like, yeah. my main influence, my main influences in the beginning was definitely, like, Zeppelin. It was definitely Hendrix. Those were the two that got me to start playing, like, lead guitar and, like, got me into it for sure. Like, I mean, Zeppelin yeah. would got me to play, Ze- Zeppelin's what got me to play guitar. Like, I heard the Heartbreaker solo. And, like, driving home from New York with my family. Yeah. And instantly wanted to play guitar and begged my uncle for guitar for years for it. And then, or like a year or two, I'd say. <laughs> then he probably bought me my guitar, but. Yeah, I would say Zeppelin. Zeppelin and Hendrix became definitely my start. And obviously, I was huge in, like, the grunge, like, hard rocks thing, too. So, like, anything from, like, Nirvana and, and grunge and, to Guns N' Roses, stuff like that, you know. So but then, as I got older, yeah. I got more into, like, the jam band scene. So that's when, like, I started listening to more of The Dead. And then, you know, I started going to festivals. I saw the Allman Brothers play live. I saw Governor Mule play live. i went like, stir crazy with yeah. Governor Mule, for sure. But Warren hey, I would say, nowadays, oh, in yeah. the past, like, 10 years, Warren Haynes has definitely become more of my influence out of the guitar players that are around today, for sure. Oh, I can
0: hear it, man. I, as soon as I, as soon as I hear like some of your um, solos, I'm like, oh man, yeah, I, I heard it today. I said, you know what? Uh-huh. This is, this is like good I stuff. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate I'm it. sure it is. <laughs> no, Let's I mean, go. it's evident. I mean, if you know anything about Warren Haynes uh, and uh, you hear him yes. playing, I, I, literally yeah, went he's, nuts he's for the, i literally
1: went nuts for the dude like i, I saw government mule once and like came back from a festival and was like I literally i think it was like two years straight it was like nonstop mule <laughs> so,
0: ah but, that's so funny you know i yeah. saw the uh i saw the black crows about eight times i think it was and i think one yeah. of the one of the times that they uh mule opened up for them and i couldn't believe it I was like mad Apps was in the van and I, I was like Oh my God! I was like, this band is unbelievable. Like, wow! Oh, yeah. And I, I actually hoped, I hoped that um, they would would be on for like four hours. But you know, but it, they then, usually they'll do me. a show like that,
1: too, especially if they're the headliners or like because the, they're like anytime I've seen them on their own show, they put on their own. You know, they're uh, they they never have an opener. They just do two three hours straight, or like they'll do like an hour and a half take oh. a break and crush it for another hour and a half. Sure. So
0: yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, but the crows—have you ever seen Black Crows?
1: I haven't. Not unfortunately, I have not. I've always oh. wanted to see them. Like, they're one of those bands that I've always liked for a long time.
0: Oh yeah, they're phenomenal. They're phenomenal. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I thought that was a good pairing of them and uh, them. Yeah, and that's, that's a killer. For sure, the, uh, One of the
1: brothers started another band. It was called uh, the Magpie Salute. That's a really cool band too that they started you heard of them?
0: Oh, I haven't heard of that. All right, cool. Gonna to- really cool. I'm
1: going to have to check it out. Oh. It's, uh, yeah. I want to say it's Chris Robinson's band. I forget which one's which. Which one's the singer? Rich or Chris?
0: Chris.
1: Chris. Chris is the singer, so Rich Robinson started another band called uh, the Magpie Salute. It's actually
0: really cool. Very
1: very similar to Black Crows. I would say it's a little bit more like the Southern Rock. I
0: have a little hard rock side. Yeah, he's got a very distinct uh, guitar sound, so yeah. I'm sure that That's it's very similar that would, to. Uh, that to the... I think he primarily plays a telly, yeah. I think you you primarily play a hollow body, right?
1: Yeah, primarily it's uh, I have a Gibson three thirty five uh, Memphis series. So uh, I got that like in 2017. Uh, it's probably like my favorite one, of one of most... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always... I was a kid. Actually, I had that full for the back of my arm. So much I love them. But uh, yeah. That cool. I'm also, I'm Paul's, Les Paul, I'm obviously the whole Jimmy Page thing. So like Les Pauls have always been a go-to for me. But uh, I, you have a gold top as a backup now. Is what I do. When I use a three. Th- my that's my uh, Yeah.
0: So you guys, um, what what are some of the other influences in your band? Like uh with with the other players in the band, are they it's... are they kind of like the same as you or do they, no? Like that's that's
1: what it, makes kind of... I think that's truly makes what Tasty sound is, is the fact that everyone listens to something pretty much different completely. So, like, Sean is very yeah. into uh, reggae and hip-hop and all that kind of stuff, so you'll hear, like, in, like, Neo Soul stuff, so you'll hear a lot of, like, the hip-hop influence from him, a lot of the reggae influence, that island sound that he gets from his ukulele. Obviously, for me, it's more of the rock yeah, and the oh, jam yeah. band. So, like, I get a lot of the rock and jam band side coming out of the band, and then... Bowie's always been uh kind of like more of the open minded where it comes to like he does like the more of the indie stuff, but he listens to literally everything. Our drummer's like actually like heavy into like pop bands. I'm like like listening to like Disney music and stuff like that. But he, he listens to rock bands and <laughs> Kings, Kings of Leon's like one the of his favorite playground. bands. Yeah, so yeah, it's 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 funny to uh it's funny to, you know, like and then the keyboard player is very like into the psychedelic rock stuff and all that kind of, you know. So that's like I have to say if anyone probably yeah. has Similar taste in music is probably me and Nick, the keyboard player. But, um,
0: had yeah, Nick. Nick. He just came, he just came, home.
1: yeah. Like, we, you know, we had a situation where we ended up meeting a keyboard player, and originally he was only supposed to be in the band for six weeks, and then he ended up staying for longer, obviously. Um, kid's awesome, he's a talented dude, you know what I mean? He, he really knows his shit. Nick's and really
0: good,
1: and he's a good all around good, yeah, good yeah. dude. So, it's 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 good to have him playing with us right now. Yeah. And, Doing his thing with us, teaching me stuff as well, you know. So it's it's cool, you know. Yeah. All right. All right.
0: He's you got know. a really good feel.
1: Yeah, good feel, and a lot. You know, he's got experience. You know, he knows his shit. You know, whether it's in the studio or on the road, he helped on the road a lot. Like there things that I didn't know that I would even turn to him and be like, good. "We're doing." It. So it's good to have someone like that. In well,
0: the band. He was with Funky Nuggets for a while. I
1: think. Yeah, he was in the Funky Nuggets for a, a good hot minute. He was touring with them and doing all that so now he's he's been he was doing a lot more studio work after the Nuggets kind of parted ways and then he ended up like I said ended up I had, I had someone suggested to him like as when we were looking for a keyboard player to fill in and then you know he kind of just stuck with us he you know, had a good fit you know so we were in a situation too where we yeah. like he's never keep- <laughs> uh, yeah there's not a lot of them <laughs> spice <especially laughs> keyboard player in this town not easy you know there's yeah you know, oh yeah no so, it's not easy yeah, no, he's he's definitely he's like I, three I call, guys. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 our mad scientist. I call him with the band.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny. Nick and I have history. I don't know if he even, you know, I don't even know if he. I like, keep knows forgetting that we to, were going to interview. You told me
1: that you knew him. I was like mind blown about it. I haven't had a chance to bring it up to him. Probably after this interview on
0: the break. No, him. I don't even know if he'll. I, I don't even know if he'll remember. But I was the service advisor at Honda which was really funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that kid, that kid's done so many, like especially like when it comes to music. There was so many people in the scene that, like, like I'll end up talking to one of my buddies. Like, yeah, I know Nick. I'm like, the fuck, does everyone know this kid, dude? But <laughs> I mean,
0: doing their hands and doing all that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, no doubt. So, what when are you guys playing again? What's your next show? Are you guys going tour again? Are you just going
1: to have a local show? Uh, oh, so we don't go back on tour. We're probably going to go... It's not set in stone, but we're talking about going on tour in September. I think we're going to do something from here to the Northeast and then come home. That's not set cool. in stone. And that's like... Well, actually, it was like being discussed... It was discussed before the tour, and then it was being discussed more in the on the tour when we were in the band and all that kind of stuff. But I think yeah. we're going to do here to New York. But um, our next show is we're playing at Funky Buddha uh, Thursday, and then we're playing somewhere on Friday. I'm not 100% sure. But we're, we're right back on schedule we're back so we don't we don't miss this yeah yeah, yeah.
0: are you the booking agent for your band or do you have like an actual
1: booking? I agent? handle the booking and like a lot of the back end stuff you know like each member has their own little thing that they team up and do you know so yeah. you know drummer will do some of the social media Sean will handle some of like the you know the merchandise and stuff like that I'll handle some of the booking and like scheduling stuff like that so we, we, we try to you know part it out to everyone so everyone's doing a little bit of the work so it's
0: not too much you workload. have a, you have a good um uh, like graphic art graphic artist also because you have you have some good graphics
1: yeah, yeah yeah we have we have a pretty cool team when it comes to that stuff our photographer max is awesome you know we have our, another photographer dylan he's killer as well those guys they you know whether it's for live shows or you know some of the stuff that we post on social media and all that they always hook us up uh yeah. our buddy brent he goes by styro on instagram s-t-y-r-o uh he's a mm-hmm. phenomenal graphic designer he uh he did our poster for the tour recently he did the artwork for our first album our second album was done by our buddy Aaron he's a local street art painter who's his art's phenomenal he's got a bunch of stuff out now as well um he's you can buy all his artwork uh, he goes by a a club I don't know how to say his, his name properly It's um, but he's awesome 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 street art painter, and his artwork was an original piece that he had, and we actually named the album Self-Portrait after the art piece as well for the second album. So that's how it came across. Nice. That. So we, we try to stick around with the same people. Obviously, like, you know, we want new ideas and different ideas here and there. We, you know, we try to stick to a solid yeah. team that we work with and, you know, work with them and team up and try to help each other out, you know, that kind of stuff. So
0: we're, we're lucky. Do, you, yeah, do we you guys, do you ever... I'm sorry, Max. We just have a really um, delayed connection, so I'm sorry if I wanted to cut you off. Two, like seconds. Two seconds. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, no, I think I Need lost it? you. Is that better for you?
0: Oh, no, we're back. No, okay. we're back. I cool. see you. Awesome. Can you see me?
1: Yeah, perfectly. I'm a little far from the Wi-Fi router. That's why I just took it off Wi-Fi is what I did.
0: Um, oh, yeah, it looks a lot better. Yeah, and I can actually see you. You're not blurry or anything like that. Perfect. What's up, Max? Good to see you, man. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys ever do anything like, um, do you ever branch out musically, like in rehearsal or anything like that? Like do you, instead of playing the style that you have, do you ever like get in there and just jam it out like, That's- like hard rock or anything like that?
1: I mean, that's honestly most how our music is written, is kind of we just show up to a practice. We practice at least once a week, every week. This week we're skipping just because, you know, we've been on the road for 10 days, so we get a little rest day. But um, we usually, like, our our, our approach to writing is usually someone has an idea, whether it's me, Sean, even Bowie or whoever. Someone will show up with an idea and... Whatever that idea becomes is kind of how it becomes. Like honestly, the song that we're working on now in the studio is we, we took a bit of a different approach. Yeah. Uh, usually, we like I said, we would show up with our instruments. We work, you know, I put down a riff or someone puts down something, and then we work on it from there. This time, we took uh, an idea that Sean had, and yeah. we went straight to the studio with this time and laid down just his idea that he had on ukulele, and then we just kind of started layering tracks on top of it. And just kind of just doing a little bit of a different approach just so we can, you know, fuck around in the studio a little bit and like different mm-hmm. different sounds and effects, stuff that we wouldn't typically think of. You know, this one has a very, uh, I don't want to say, I don't, I don't know how to really describe it. I don't know if like, it's got a very like neo soul sound to it almost. It's kind yeah. of cool. It's very, it's very different compared to, it definitely sounds like us, but it's definitely different compared to everything we've we put out so far. Yeah, so it's interesting to see how people take it, and it, it's it's been fun to work like in the studio like that, and like again, having Nick has been clutch because you know he's got love potions. Oh, so he's I got a bad scientist; he knows what he's doing in there. Like we walk in, like it's like butter to him; he just flips through it. You know, yeah, so, that's going to cool. be.
0: I think that might even like you probably feel it. It's probably elevating you guys a bit. You know what I mean?
1: To have yeah, because it's a little bit of an advantage of like. Because before before Nick, we didn't we never took that approach. So it gives us an advantage to, you know, come up with new ideas or just anything to possibly just open up new ideas for us. Because the thing about Tasty, again, like I said, since we're all so different in our styles of music and what we listen to and influences, that, like, we don't know what we end up writing half the time. So that's the beauty of it. Like like you said, if you listen to the first album, the first album's definitely a little bit on the... Uh, I want to say like I don't want to say softer side, but like I would say the the second album is definitely more of a rock album. I would say compared to the first, yeah. album. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. that's how some songs that just were written that way. Like you know when we first started writing, Sean had a couple of ideas, and I had couple of ideas, and then put those together. Same with Bobby, he put some ideas together, and you know we all have a say in the songs too. So like you know if I even if I come up with a riff and we show up, you know like Bobby will say hey let's add a stop to this you know this part of the song or let's.
0: Yeah. You know, it,
1: it's it's always something different for us. It's so all,
0: it's always a collaborative effort, is really. Yeah, what you're yes.
1: And that's I think the reason why we've always been able to like get along so well and stick together. It's never a uh, one sided decision. Everyone votes on it, or like everyone has a say on the idea. Or if you know, one person has an idea, but the rest of us don't like it, then we yeah. to that kind of deal. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's 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 one thing that's worked out for us very well. We're like we all have an understanding. Like everyone has a say. Everyone yeah. has a say in what we play, has a sound. Even the gigs we book you know what i mean like if some like we have a member who fucking hates the place and doesn't want to show up, then we're most likely not going to play that venue because you know there's no point of having a guy you know totally unhappy or whatever the fuck it is if that's the case, yeah. you know give or take there's some some things obviously more so than others, but you know we 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 try to we try to keep
0: things as as uh a piece is possible with us <laughs> yeah oh, that's good yeah that's good man that's that's a good way to keep the peace in the band too because you don't want to have somebody being the domineering one and the other one's getting pissed off because yeah. this guy's like
1: you know screwing with everyone's like, the experiences i've hybrid. had like i feel like you don't have that i don't have we've you know like that's the one thing i've been able to we've been able to avoid is like even when we have like the slightest bit of conflict it's pretty much like resolved in seconds for us no you know? good like that's we great. have like, this tour, we had, like, zero arguments. Like, everyone was, like, making jokes before we hit the road. Like, oh, we're going to fucking hate each other by the time we get back. And we we had a blast. Which happens a lot. And no doubt. I've you know I've been in bands where, you know, we've been on the road. Yeah.
0: Get I've been in bands where I don't even talk to. Like, there was one band. I, would, I didn't even – the bass player and I didn't even talk to each other. Like, we we would – we'd go on there and we'd – hey, Raph, what's up? Uh, we'd go on, you know, on stage or whatever. We'd play a killer show whatever. But after that, it's like – I'm out I can't I can't deal with that guy <laughs> seriously and that you know it's funny when you when you say something right. like that people that haven't been involved in a band they're like oh that's crazy that's childish but it's like you know it is but in a way it's like you know it's least-
1: like any other relationship you in <laughs> yeah, exactly man it's like any other relationship you're in like you gotta deal with yes. and if you if you can't deal with them why would you why would you want to stick around and be like, exactly like, like that we're lucky that we're all like like we're all best friends we all like to hang out with each other we don't have a problem doing that kind of stuff you know so it's yeah. A lot, a lot
0: of cool stuff. Like outside the band, you hang out, which is kind of cool. You know? Yeah, it's, if we we
1: have the time. Obviously, some of our like outside schedules conflict. But like, I hang out with Sean a lot. I hang out with Bobby a decent amount when we can. You know, yeah. Nick's all the way up. You know, he's up in Boca and Delray, so I don't get to hang out with him too much. But yeah, where do you just... guys? Where are you guys living? So we're, we're mainly out of Pompano. Uh, okay. I'm living in Fort Lauderdale now, right. general area, but it's right along that eastern seaboard. There, yeah, yeah. We're we're based out of the Pompano Fort Lauderdale area, though.
0: Yeah. Now, I wanted to get back to when you're you're writing. Uh, does Sean come up with, because, like, in my experience, I would have to hear the melody. Well, you know what? I would have lyrics, and I, I would usually have, like, a book of lyrics. You know, I have, like, a book of lyrics like that. Right. And um, Steve LaDicina would usually come up with the main riff or whatever, and, the, and then they would kind of come up with the music first, and I would sort of slot some lyrics, or, or if I heard them, playing and i would be like, oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. I got the idea for that. You know, I already have something or I would just feel it out. But how do you guys work it out? Does Sean come up with lyrics first? Do you guys come up with music first? Does it, does it vary? There's where, you know, like I said, Are you we, open we do, to usually like a
1: lot of the music that we write, like it comes, usually it's the music first. And then, yeah. but Sean does a thing too, where like he writes lyrics, like a lot you have a notebook or he's writing in his, uh, in his phone. Yeah, Then like you know, sometimes I will have an idea for a song, and he's writing for that song. And then, you know, we have a new song that we're we'll also end up coming up and working on. And yeah. actually, the words fit better, and the like the melody line I feel like might fit better in this song. So he ends up taking that and switching it over to the next song. And then, right. So like, nothing's ever really set in stone for that kind of stuff. And I even tell him that, like, when we're you know when we're writing, like, obviously, like, obviously, if it's not recorded, he can change it to whatever the fuck he wants it to be. You yeah, know? yeah, for sure. So, you know, go with what you got now and then, you know, we'll work from there. So sometimes he'll work from, like, what he's got at that moment for the song and then work on a second verse from there. Or, like, you might have an idea from a first verse and then just kind of run it with there. But it, it all depends on, like, where – I guess for him it's wherever his inspiration kind of strikes at that moment. Yeah. You know, like, so sometimes he'll have lyrics written out or sometimes he'll have a moment where, like, he hears a melody line or he hears yeah. a of things that click for him real well and he just – goes and runs with it you know like all of us we have that moment of inspiration so to say
0: yeah for sure does he have uh is he like influenced a little bit by jason raz because I no, hear no hey, i hear it
1: that's <laughs> funny no that's funny. i would say if, if the closest thing i would say out of all that would be definitely like jack johnson and maybe like and i wouldn't oh, even yeah. say that too much but i would say he's definitely been more into like the because he, he he's a pompano surf kid you know so he's he grew up <laughs> he is like That's another reason why Tasty did so well, especially in the beginning. Is that whole whole, that whole surf crew was always supportive of us, and even when we were duos and trios, those guys were still showing up to shows, and you know, so we've been lucky with that. But you know, that that's that's I'd be like a very key to our sound is Sean. I would like to say because you know the ukulele is not a typical instrument that you hear in most bands. You know what I mean? And Sean doesn't really like he sings, but he also kind of has like that he's influenced heavy in hip hop. So like he raps with his melody lines and yes. things as well. So like, that's where like, I feel like it, uh, we get a very different sound. I feel like that's, instead of sounding like your atypical jam band, so to say, mm, Yeah. Where he gives us a little bit of this island hip hop sound to where like, it gives us like almost like a commercial, I want to say a com- like a little more of a commercial edge to it, so to say. Yeah, for sure. You
0: know? Yeah. So, he has, he has a really interesting, and it's funny that you say that he's hip hop, uh, you oh, know, he because is. he's, he lays down some real serious hip-hop stuff. And, like, yeah, I don't know how he doesn't trip over his over his tongue. Seriously. I, he, and he's, he's like,
1: an old-school hip-hop head, too. He loves guys like Big L and stuff like that. Yeah. Fucking all those kind of stuff. So, like, he's influenced by, like, really good, like, hip-hop, old-school hip-hop dudes where, like, he he takes that, he takes that shit pretty serious. So.
0: But he does it in a way where it's, like, it fits. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not, yeah, like, it's overly not hip-hop. Yeah.
1: Right. It's not forced where it's like, like right. He's, he's not like he's trying to like rap, so to say. Correct. It's, kind of, it's like whatever flows is kind of like what he's going with. That's why I say it. sometimes like he'll sing it because that's what flows better. And then if you feel yeah. like you can rap it or, you know, do something of that sort, then he goes with that. It's, 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 it's it, it, whatever he's doing, it's a good formula. <laughs> well,
0: it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense and it works. You know, I've been yeah. listening to a lot of Tasty lately because I wanted to prepare myself. And, um, yeah i mean it, it makes sense the way he does it and and it's funny that like you're saying because now it makes more sense because like whatever he's feeling at the time it's either going to be something like like tongue twisting right. or just something kind of right. smooth or and like just the,
1: something like the funk or like uh smooth yeah smooth, or like it's very like fast rap like yeah but again it fits real well with this like weird funky sound that we have and then you have songs like i don't know um Nostalgia, where that was like definitely more of like a hard rock tune with like low key piano in the beginning and all that kind yes, of stuff. Yeah. You know, you, you hear him go like more of like that singing tone, but even yeah. like the second verse of nostalgia, he still adds like you hear that's still that bit of inf- like hip hop influence, and he has like a little bit of like an angrier rap sound to him in the second verse, you know, for sure. Yeah, so he finds ways to like make it work without like without forcing it, you know, but that's yeah. that's his style, you know, and that's like the one thing is that like we all like to make sure that our styles are complimenting each other kind of deal. You know what I mean? Hi, Bobby. Oh, yeah, for
0: sure. No, it works. <laughs> you're saying hi to the drummer. Uh, there was a question here that somebody had asked, and it was from Weird Beard Tra- Trash Stash. Yeah. I want to know why you're so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Weird Beard? <laughs> That's the drummer. <laughs>
1: that oh, count. okay. I
0: got you. That doesn't count. All right. How about why you so awesome, drummer? <laughs> All right. How about that? <laughs> Right back at you, <laughs> yeah yeah, he's badass, yeah, Bobby, you're cool as fuck, <laughs> you guys are all good, man, thank you thank no you. problem, and you know what you can tell that you uh you really take it seriously with with what I've been listening to, you know, like I said, I've been listening to a lot of tasty and and we all take it super serious, but we all have fun, that's the thing, you know yeah. I mean,
1: like like that's the real like another thing that's like a key element for us and why we're able to. Go on tour and play as every week as much as we do, is that, um, you know, I just lost totally train of thought. That's Joey, okay. no. me up. weird beard. What were you just saying?
0: Uh, they... <laughs> you just messed me up. Joe. You sound like me last week, dude, I, with Rudy Starz. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm like the base idiot, i like tongue tied. Um, no, you were just saying how, how it's easy for you guys to go on tour and to play a lot together and things like that.
1: Yeah. Why man. it's so easy. Yeah, I mean, again, it's us getting along so well. Everyone's super dedicated. Like, you know, when it comes to, like, us being on tour, we had a blast. We made the most of it and had fun. But when it came to getting shit done, we got shit done. You know what I mean? Like, there was never a moment any of us had to, like, grab a member to help unload the trailer or something like that. Never a moment where, like, you know, we were setting up to where, like, no one's doing anything. Everyone was, like, we're getting shit done. You know, we play. We have fun playing, and then after we're done breaking down, we, we go we go fuck off and do our thing. You know, which so, awesome. So, everyone, when is the next tasty album going to come out? Do you guys have any kind of dates for that, or not really? No dates on that right now. We're we're gonna work on the single that we were talking about earlier. Uh, yep. We're Working on that right now. We'll release that hopefully in a couple months or in a few months. I'm say like maybe, I'm gonna say probably like three or four months is what I'd like to say. But yeah, we'll, and then uh, we have like play with you guys like four or five new song ideas. Not really like set in stone, but like solid like four or five like good riffs that we really like that we want to work with. Yeah. Um. We're kind of like we agreed coming back from this tour that we're going to kind of start doing a revamping because you know some of the, we've been playing for a while. Some of the songs we've been playing for a bit, so we're going to add some new cover stuff. So while we're playing at home, there's some new stuff that you know our fans could hear at our cover shows, and yeah. then in between that, we're going to be working on some new material. So hopefully by I would say by next year. Well, probably coming out with a new album is what I'd like to say. Awesome. You know, if we're on the right track of what we usually do, because what we released our first album in 2019, and then we did a uh, single in 2020, and then we released a you know, self portrait was released last January in 2021. Yeah. So, Good. you know, right now we're gonna just kind of like take the songs that we do have written. We have like two other new songs that are fully written that we do play live that we haven't recorded yet. Those are probably be like most likely be added to the new album or EP, whatever we decide to do. But, you know, we're always working on new ideas, whether it's originals or covers. It's just, you know, we gig so much sometimes that like we got to like get our shit together at practice and be like, this is what we're going to fucking do. Yeah, I hear you, man. So now like now that we just got back from tour, we kind of like we're able to discuss like what's the next moves for us and recording yeah. new, a new cover material. And definitely, obviously, the originals are the main the main goal. But, you know, when we play stuff like Fat Cats, we want to make sure everyone else is having a you know, good time, too, with the covers. So yeah, gonna, they wanted, want to. You want a little. Have, yeah, see. we're trying to do a little revamping, you know, you know, in the next couple of months and yeah. you know, recording and add some new songs.
0: But what definitely, kind of covers are you doing? Like, what? What's your? What's your favorite covers to do? And are you always adding covers, or no? You just kind of stick.
1: So, so we're we're always trying to add new covers. We kind of been I would say we've been slacking for the last like four months on adding new new tracks. I think we only had like two or three new covers. I mean, we started doing Sludgehammer by Peter Gabriel. Um. But we, you know, the covers vary. Like, we literally do everything from Use Me by Bill Withers to, uh, you know, Zeppelin, a whole lot of love. to we do, like, a medley of, literally, it's a medley of Tupac going into the Talking Heads. And then we do, like, a two-second, like, medley of Shakedown Street and then cutting back to Tupac tune. Wow. it, again, like the covers are based off of like what our influences are. So like, yeah. what we'll do is like, you know, Sean likes, you know, this Tupac tune, but you know, I like the talking heads and they work together. So or, like the way that we play it works together. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is that, you know, not, it's definitely not a difficult thing for us, but you know, when when we do covers, we try not to do the actual cover itself. We yeah. try to do our own, you know, style of it. You know what I mean? Like when you yeah. go see a band... You know, when you see some of these jam bands or whatever it is, they, like, you go to, they, they play, uh, you know, a Zeppelin tune or whatever it is, but it's
0: how. It's not no for note
1: at all. Right. Or you they, guys they, kind of, play kind of... it. Or you see, like, you know, Government Mule, if they do a cover or whatever it is, yeah. they do it. They do it in their own style, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. and that's what we do. So, like, our pretty much our, our, our approach is let's, you know, if we're going to cover a Bill Withers tune, we're going to do a Bill Withers tune our way. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So like that's 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 kind of like the fun part for us to do covers. I think that's why we don't mind doing them so much, is because yeah. we'll show up and almost approach the cover like you know almost like an original where it's like, all right, this is the main riff to the cover. These are the chords. Let's jam and find a funky way or a fun way or a head like you know whether it's a rock style or a funk style or whatever it is for us to actually you know
0: go about it that way. So do you guys ever? I know jam bands. A lot of jam bands improvise on stage. Do you guys just improvise sometimes or not? <laughs> That's the.
1: That's why we always say like jam band like esque. I we'll would never
0: say like, es, we're like yeah. fully. We'll never say we're
1: fully a jam band. Right. We, have, you know, we have like certain things to where like we do have, you know, different different changes and stuff like that that we do in our tunes. So like, whether it's a time signature or something of that sort, but um, we definitely have like a formula that we kind of stick to at the same time. But we're not stuck. I would. I always like to say that we're not stuck in that formula just because. You know, the guys always like to try and come up with new ideas. So and with having yeah. Nick, having Nick in the band, who is heavily into the jam bands, you know, yeah, being and playing in the, in the Funky Nuggets, he's definitely more able to uh, kind of like guide us into that direction, so to say, where like we've been doing a little bit more of like a funkier psychedelic sound here and there with some of our newer stuff. You know what I mean? So I would honestly, I would probably expect the next album to be a little bit more on like the funk side compared to like, the last album where it was like a rock album.
0: Yeah, do you ever do you ever tinker with odd time signatures at all, or not really?
1: I mean, like, in this band not so much. I think that like that's going to be coming more in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's something that like I think Bobby's starting to touch around with a little bit now. I think that's definitely ideas. You know what I mean? Because some of our songs we felt like you know, especially the first album, they had a very similar structure. Yes. So we want to make sure at the same time, like you know, we don't have any rules for our music, but we also want to make sure that we're not repeating the same bullshit over and over right. again. For us, we want it to be fun for us, too, you know what I mean? Like, we want to be fun for our fans, but we want to, you know, have fun coming up with new ideas and challenge ourselves and do that kind of stuff, you know?
0: Yeah. Are there any genres that you wouldn't touch as far as, like, uh, influences or perhaps when you do a cover? Is there anything that you wouldn't touch?
1: I wouldn't say there's something we really wouldn't touch. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you know, there's certain ideas we've tickled where, like, maybe we shouldn't be doing it. And we've attempted certain songs that, like, that just didn't, didn't make the cut, too, you know what I mean? Not every cover is going to work out for us, you know? Like yeah. We, we worked on a cool version of, like, Foxy once, you uh-huh. know, where, like, we totally did a different approach where it was almost like uh, it was like a very laid-back tune, to be honest with you. And it sounded yeah. really cool, you yeah. know, and we gave it a couple tries live and, like, it didn't work out, so, we, you know, we ended up ditching it, you know what I mean? But um, I would say that, you know, we, we, we tried to, you know, like, we try to like tap into whatever like our, our main influences are so like I said like we were discussing like a gorilla's tune when we were touring the, you know the cover and the two you know thinking well it was another one where it's like totally out of like the realm of what we would typically do
0: yeah like for your originals too would, would there ever be something that you just would not I mean you want to stick to your you want to stick to your vibe of course but is there anything that you wouldn't uh, wouldn't go near at all with? No, I, like honestly, a little section of metal or something no like that.
1: honestly, I don't like like i said I, I, if if Casey wrote a badass country tune, I think Casey would play a badass country tune, you know what I mean yeah. like it's for us, it's like whatever whatever we you know whatever we like and we 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 write like we're just gonna go with it, you know what I mean yeah. so again if for some reason everyone's super heavily influenced in country for some fucking weird reason no man, the, the album could fucking head that way I, you know i don't know you max know. i'm begging
0: you please don't do that please no i don't think that's gonna happen
1: anytime soon I, now i'm just trying to choose one super out of left wing but you know
0: no man i'd rather right. you do a rap song than country so yeah, <laughs> but
1: yeah I, again like I, said, like, like I said the new song is probably the most different thing that we've done and it's like i said it's definitely has like a more of like a neo soul like hip-hop vibe to it but like if you listen to it it definitely still sounds like us you could definitely tell like you know my guitar parts are in there bobby's parts are in there Bowie's in awesome. there like it's all all the all of our sounds are in there it's just not our typical sound so to say you know awesome. yeah so.
0: listen man i'm gonna end it up here because uh, they're gonna kick me off soon because <laughs> okay. we only get an hour cool. but uh Max, man, i really appreciate you coming on dude for thank you for having me dude i appreciate it, it was all no fun. problem man. and it's good to see you again
1: good seeing you do catch up soon all right All right, brother. Take care, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for watching, guys.
0: Uh, You got it. Well, there you go. There's Max from Tasty Vibrations. That was a good interview. That was fun. Max is a good guy. Uh, He's a great guitar player. If you ever get a chance to go check out Tasty Vibrations, please go see them live. They're they're awesome. Uh, If you have a chance, if you have uh, iTunes or uh, Google Play, I guess. Um, I'm not a Google guy, so sorry about that. But yeah, uh, if you have a chance to go ahead and download some of their stuff on iTunes, go ahead and do that. They're on there. I think all their music is on there. Also, if you have a chance to check them out on YouTube, go ahead and do that. They're a great band. Um, And with that, we're going to end the show right now. Um, I just wanted to say thank you very much again for Max, and I hope you guys have a great time. Yep, all the streaming platforms, exactly. I hope you guys have a great time recording new music with Nick. Uh, Nick's a good guy and he's a great musician and all you guys are great musicians. So thank you for uh, Max again, for being on the show. I appreciate it. Um, All right. So next week's show next Sunday, I have Tim from why, why not on the show. If you haven't heard of why, why not go to YouTube and check them out. They're amazing. These guys are a rush cover band. And let me tell you, these men uh, and a female who sings Uh, If you know anything about Rush, you know that Geddy Lee's voice is very, very high. So they um, have tapped a female singer to sing for them. And let me tell you, they're amazing. I will be going to see them in concert at the Funky Biscuit in Boca Raton. I think it's on, I want to say April 26th or whatever. But I'm lucky enough to have the bass player, Tim. He will be on the show on this coming Sunday. Um, After that, we've got a plethora of great artists coming on. Um, We've got um, some new interviews that I just booked, like I said before. And uh, one of them is somebody that you'll probably recognize very easily. He is a uh, famous guy. Uh, Anyway, and I have somebody else too. Anyway, so yeah, I hope you guys had a good time with this interview. This was fun. Max, a great guitar player. I'm excited for the next interview, the next series. of And also, like I said earlier in the very beginning, Thank you guys so much for your suggestions on who I should have on the show. If you have any ideas or any suggestions for that in the future, please let me know. Just send a DM to the Absolutely Live interview, okay? Uh, My name is Greg. I'm the host and the creator of the Absolutely Live interview, and I appreciate you hanging out with us tonight. Thank you very much, and I'll see you 7 o'clock next Sunday. Thanks a lot. Have a good night.